Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast. I have another guest with me today. I'm really excited to introduce you all to my girl, Lindsay Jane. She's a writer whose way with words brings relatability and honesty to the journey of womanhood. And her deep insight and wisdom are inspiring women to step into their highest potential selves while throwing out that rule book of life. Her debut memoir, Unscripted, is in the works right now, and it's going to be ready for publication in 2023. She also just launched her own blog, The Unscripted Blog, which we are going to talk about in this episode. So let's dive into this. Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not magnetizing the money or the relationships that you're trying to manifest. Perhaps you're finding yourself stuck in opposing patterns. One minute you're in high performance mode and the next you feel totally drained, disconnected, and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Brenda Johnston and this is the Limitless Life Podcast. After changing my own relationship to success and more importantly myself, I was able to turn my passion into profit. I've also learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work easier and more effective, which is why I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind. And this is a place that I help people just like you strategically unlock your abundance mindset, activate your true manifesting capabilities, so you can finally have the limitless life that you're meant to have. As I said, welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast. I'm super excited today. I have another guest with me, as you heard in the intro. Today, I'm introducing you all to my good friend, Lindsay Jane. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited, Brenda. I'm so excited to have you here. It's uh, been a really cool experience knowing you mm-hmm. and being in your life. Um, I think, did we meet a year ago this month or next month? Or it's uh, close September. to a year. Yeah, a year ago, September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I met you at a retreat that I was speaking at. Mm-hmm. And I can say, and this is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here, you are a completely different person now. <laughs> Thank you. I take that as a compliment, actually. <laughs> Come is. a long way. It is. It's a huge compliment. And I also wanted to have you on here today because as we kind of discussed before, it's really easy for somebody like me or anybody really who teaches principles of co-creation to talk about strategies and techniques and tips and tools or the laws of the universe or whatever. But I also know that as human beings, we generally need to see proof and evidence that things really do work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you do the work, so to speak. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Everything that you teach is very subjective like it's very difficult to to grasp and it's only in putting things into action that you see that like actual results and but it's that action piece that's pretty important key word there but it's been cool because I've been watching you like I said for almost a year now do the work and take the actions and be aligned with the vibrations of the things you want to co-create by managing your energy which we'll talk about but also like just watching you connect with and stepping into your highest potential self. Mm-hmm. You have literally been living 
a life of co-creation. And that's really why I'm so excited to have you here. So people can hear from somebody who's actually living this, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. We'll get into all the details, but can we just start with like, who are you and how did you even get interested in co-creation in the first place? Oh my God. Uh, well, I, as of right now, I am a passionate writer um, I'm a blogger. I, this is me stepping into my highest self. Um, writing is my absolute, it's, it, it is deep in my heart as my passion, my purpose. Um, and I'm a mother of two young kids. I am a divorcee. <laughs> is that the word? I think that's the word. Singleish woman out in the world. Um, and I'm a copywriter, uh, an entrepreneur, just doing my thing. And I, how did I get interested in, in co-creation? Um, I think I've always been interested in personal development. Um, it's, I've read so many books, listened to so many podcasts. I uh, definitely was like, just kind of there's, there's a journey on that. Like, you know, you, you dabble in with, you know, meditations and, and little things. Maybe it starts with like a yoga class where you're a little bit inspired by something somebody says. And, and as you go deeper into it, you just realize how many layers there are to it and, and different angles that you come can come at your personal development from. And when I, I think I first heard you on Gavin McHale's podcast being interviewed on his podcast and I immediately fell in love with you as like a personality I just thought oh my god this woman is so authentic she swears all the time (laughs) so great f-bomb dropper (laughs) professional f-bomb dropper um I felt like we could be best friends and when I found out that you were going to be at the retreat that Gavin was putting on, I was beyond excited. You were by far the person I was looking forward to hearing speak the most. And when you came into the room and you started speaking, you know, without notes and just like very much from your heart, everything you were talking about in terms of subconscious programming and money mindset and energy was really resonating with me. And I just fell more and more in love with you. And we did a very specific (laughs) um, transformative uh, experience where I think you had asked us all to think about and really visualize a moment in our lives that would be our highest future potential self, like really embodied. And we spent quite a bit of time going through our senses and tasting and smelling and feeling what would that be like that one moment in time and I remember envisioning uh, being in Bali and walking up these stone steps and going towards an ecstatic dance like experience and after really feeling that deeply and just the energy in the room was so powerful (laughs) um, you asked us all to think about what is the number one thing that would prevent you from experiencing that and just trying to help us see that subconscious um, conflict. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking the guilt trip that I would, you know, experience from particularly my ex-husband, just feeling like, you know, I'm a mom. 
I have two kids. I, I'm not worthy enough to go off on my own and do a big trip by myself. It's too much focus on me. I should be focusing on giving, not taking. And I wrote that down and you said something, or I, I had, <laughs> I think I raised my hand, like, what do we do about this uh, conflict? Because it's, I can see how it's really getting in the way. And it was, I think the first time I ever realized that um, I was holding myself back based on this belief that I had that I was I was not worthy of spending this time and energy on myself. So I, uh, you asked me particularly, okay, all right, I'll show you how we deal with this <laughs> conflict. <laughs> and you got me up in the middle of the room and we did this incredible energy balance of, you know, my arms were out wide. Um, they ended up coming together, we did kind of, we, we transformed a core belief that I had about my unworthiness. And I remember you really emphasizing that I am worthy of setting boundaries. And again, that was like the first time that this, I, I had heard, you know, oh, setting boundaries is so good for you. And you need to learn how to say no and people please or stuff. But I had never really, I was never aware of how deeply that was a, a big part of my blocks was an inability to set boundaries. And I, I'm actually a, a pretty, I'm pretty certain that one of the reasons my ex-husband is in my life is to help me to learn this lesson around setting boundaries. <laughs> He's a great teacher in that way. Um, <clears throat> and after that experience, it, I, it, and like you say, it's so, it's so intangible. It was like, you know, I, I believed in my heart that it, that something had shifted and changed. And also I could, I was really exhausted and tired after that experience. So I felt like, okay, something, something changed there. Something happened. And when I got back from that retreat and got home, like life looked completely different. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was, I was saying no, and I was setting more boundaries. And I was actually starting to envision things for my life and feeling worthy of them and feeling like, okay, I can take steps towards this because I deserve happiness. I deserve this life that I want for myself. I deserve Bali. <laughs> yeah, you do. So it was, yeah, that in a nutshell, was like the thing, the domino that like tipped everything else for me for over this last year. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. I remember that day. That day was so fun just being with that group of people, but also just because everything I do is permission based. So you being so open yeah. and curious and just being like, yeah, let's just deal with this right now mm-hmm. <laughs> is essentially what enabled us to really do that because everything all the work I do with people it's all permission based like your subconscious mind has to buy into it it has to feel safe your nervous system has to feel safe mm-hmm. yeah and I think I I really did feel safe in your presence just I don't know if it was just me reading your energy or I you just you felt you were so confident in what you were doing. And I just felt like I can totally surrender to this person. She knows what she's doing. Like I had listened to your podcast. I felt really confident that you weren't just somebody, some like rando woo woo person. Like I felt very safe that in your knowledge and your wisdom. And that I think was a big piece why I could just let go so much. 
Well, and the cool thing is it wasn't me doing it. <laughs> it was you. I was just facilitating for you to be able to go into your own mind, to be able to connect a whole brain state, to be able to change that belief. It's about showing you the things that needed to be exposed because I have that unique ability to be able to see and know and feel where the beliefs are mm -hmm. and I can pull them to the surface so that you can see them. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. And over this last year working with you, like <laughs> anytime trying to articulate to somebody else what we do, I mean, it's, it's kind of tricky, um, but that is, that is a big thing is, is you're almost this translator and this, like, I, I, I'm starting to get more familiar with knowing my own energy and feeling when something is off or feeling when some, when I, Oh, I need to book a session with Brenda. <laughs> I can see this block coming up. I'm starting to get that awareness myself, but you know, when you're first diving into it, having that guide who can really feel your energy and, and know, okay, yeah, this needs some shifting and then enable me to do the work to just completely rewire my brain. Like it's, it's a fascinating experience that is just so contrary to the, what we learned growing up around like Western medicine. And the, you know, this is the only way to heal yourself, you know, pop a pill, <clears throat> but to see the results of this, these experiences that we've had together, there's no doubt in my mind that like energy work is, is the work of the, the future. If we could say that, like yeah. it's, it's for sure transformative. And it's something that I very much want to convey to my own kids about how to <clears throat> really feel balanced in your own body and your own life and how to work with um, your future highest potential self as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the energy what would you say has been one of the biggest takeaways that you've learned about the energy when it comes to energy management in particular? Man, I was so oblivious to like the shit I was carrying. Um, I think probably the biggest thing I've learned is the importance of grounding myself in the morning. Um, it's for sure like it is a non-negotiable thing for me now that I wake up. I do a grounding meditation to clear anything like the experience of shaking off um, energetic debris <laughs> is I, I can feel when things start building up, like almost like a film on my skin. It's like I need to shake that off. And that morning ritual, sometimes I don't even realize that I'm carrying stuff and I shake it off and I kind of like get really deep into my, my feet, just feeling them grounded in the, the earth and, and feeling kind of energy come down from the sky and feeling this bubble around myself. It is like the best thing I can do to start the day when, you know, things start pinging at you and, and people come into your space to be able to know with confidence, okay, I've protect, protected myself. Uh, I've gotten rid of anything that, um, was kind of trying to latch on to me and suck my energy. Um, my energy, you know, I get comments all the time that hope oh, people say, Oh, I love your energy. I love your energy. And I don't take it lightly. Honestly, I work very hard to maintain my energy and to feel um, like 
I'm not being dragged down or that, you know, all these things that that are happening in life, I have a, a very positive perspective about them. So that <clears throat> that experience for sure, probably my biggest takeaway is just setting myself up for success and having that foundation so that anything else I do throughout the day, it's it's not dragging me down. Things just bounce off of me. It's pretty powerful. Literally like a rubber bubble. It's amazing because what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of the way they're feeling and being and behaving is not even, it's not even their own energy. They've collected it, like you said. And so once you start to realize we all have our own unique energetic signature Mm -hmm. and it's hard to quantify because it's invisible Yeah, and it isn't until you start being consistent with managing your own energy, I would say from my own experience, especially that you realize, holy fine fuck balls, half the shit I was feeling is not even mine. Yeah, yeah. That's really what I love about what we do together is you've empowered me so much like it to understand and have self-awareness around what does your own energetic signature feel like? What does it feel like to not have everything else, all the chaos from around the world, like clinging to you? What does it feel like just to be, just to be you and to know what that feels like and then to know when it feels off and mm-hmm. that you need to kind of fix that <laughs> is a very empowering thing. And it, it's something that you've given me tools to be able to do that on my own there's certain things that will come into my life where I know that, oh, I need Brenda for this. And we'll, we'll book a one-on-one. But for the most part, the day-to-day maintenance of my energy is is like sacred to me now. It's crazy. I can't even like fathom that I never used to be aware of this because it's such a key part of Because nobody teaches us, but it's also, our energy is also tied into our subconscious. Our intuition is tied into our subconscious and our superconscious everything really starts in the subconscious, but we're never taught how to work with our subconscious mind. We're never taught about that foundation. And so that's why even with the hypnosis programs, I was giving you these hypnosis programs to listen to, and you were essentially reprogramming thought patterns and beliefs and neural pathways and pathways of possibility so that your conscious mind looked at the energy thing and was like, oh yeah, this is just a no brainer. This is a habit now. Yeah. Yeah. The hypnosis tracks are (laughs) incredible. There's a bit of like, I feel there's like stigma around hypnosis. A hundred percent there is. (laughs) So, you know, when I tell people, oh yeah, I do a hypnosis track every night at bedtime. Sometimes there's a bit of a like learning curve that I have to really communicate. Like, what's actually happening. No, it's not super creepy. It's, it's literally just like getting yourself into that like calm state and then allowing yourself access to your subconscious. It's, it's super simple and it's amazing how, how it works. And just, you're able to completely transform things that you thought would hold you back forever in life. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy as well. I think the, the forgiveness work that that I do in the mornings. You've taught me a lot around not only gratitude. We hear a lot of, about gratitude, I think, out there in the world. And yes, have your gratitude a journal. A lot, but not enough about forgiveness, which is the thing that I think really opens the door to more gratitude. Because it's, again, 
it was something that I wasn't even aware of that I was holding on to a lot of resentment and just negative emotions and feelings around um, just things as far back as like deep into my childhood that I was still feeling resentment over allowing myself to forgive for that for all those things and man it's now I'm to the point where I really have to rack my brain like is there anybody (laughs) was there any experience that I need to forgive around like and 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 then allowing that gratitude like how do you open the door to more gratitude it is absolutely forgiveness Forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiveness is like a foundational piece. And it's important for people to understand we're not always forgiving other people or situations. We're typically forgiving ourselves for hanging on to the energy of the situation. And so when we first do the forgiveness work, I get people just to write a list of like 25 things, like just sit, go back and think of all these memories or whatever it is that have that like emotional charge yeah. And it's interesting because most people are like, oh, I can't think of 25 things. I'm like, yes, you can just sit and do it. And then you do it and you're like, oh my God. And the, it just keeps yeah. pouring out of you. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that was an interesting experience for me. I remember sitting there writing that list and, and my, just scanning my energy, like really thinking where, where is there something that I'm holding on to? And things would just pop out that I I would have t- like my conscious brain totally forgot about. And like, oh right, that time in junior high when blah 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 happened. Like, and you don't realize that man, all these these little things that you're holding on to in your energy that's blocking you from just being re- like being able to receive in a greater mm-hmm. capacity. It's amazing. It's amazing. So eye opening. It is, and it's again, cool, because our subconscious mind will let us bring stuff up when we're ready to deal with it. And we can hold beliefs in our subconscious, in our chakra system, in our energy, in our auric field. We can hold beliefs in our bones. We can hold beliefs in many places. And our subconscious knows about all of them. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now you're ready to be able to deal with this. Your unconscious is like, okay, we can bring this up for you now, which is why I love what I do. (laughs) I know, I know. <laughs> it's just so cool. And having said that, obviously, things are not always sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns all of the time. And anybody who tells you that you only have to think positive all of the time, if you're ever around one of those people, run, turn, and run away very fast. Mm. So, what would you say have been some of the biggest challenges you've had in the past year in like business or life? Hmm. Yeah, I I would say the boundary thing. I'm continually learning that. Um, things things keep popping up, and I had I had an experience the other week where I realized, oh man, I'm afraid. Like, why am I so afraid of setting boundaries? Yes, it's around worthiness, but it's also this idea that like this idea of reciprocity, where if you do something nice for somebody and you like, oh, bend over backwards and okay, I'm saying, you know, no to myself, but yes to this person, they'll help me out down the road when I'm in need. But I realized, you know what, we, we sometimes really attach, um, like we, we almost stay in victim mode and and force ourselves to rely on other people for feeling good. 
Mm-hmm. And that if I was able to say no to this person, even though I felt like, oh, like, what if they keep track of that? And what if they, then I'm in need of a favor and they say no, because they remember this time that I say no. I think that's a lot. A lot of people feel that around setting boundaries is like, no, I need to do nice things for other people. So they do also do nice things for me. But knowing that you can empower yourself with um being able to help yourself in like, and get creative. Like there's all kinds of ways. If you're in need, there's other people you can reach out to. There's ways that you can, there's ways around it. So just not being afraid to say no (laughs) in that, like you're just like trying to put something in the bank so that somebody does something for you in the future. So boundaries as always, (laughs) this is a huge, huge thing for me. Um, what else am I learning lately? How have the tools that you've learned over the past year helped you when it comes to dealing with those boundaries or helped you when that self-doubt comes up or your, as I like to call it, monkey mind shows up? Yeah, I I think I'm really, I'm catching it more. Whereas before I would just be in it and let it consume me. I'm able to witness more like, oh, what this is an interesting reaction. <laughs> What's happening here? And uh, I'm able then to kind of reset and take a new perspective. And really, anytime I have a a dramatic emotional reaction to something, I know that it's okay, I need to look at the deeper belief here, I need to drill down a little bit and see what's going on. Maybe there's something I'm carrying in my subconscious that needs to be dealt with. Um, so I'll take a look at that reaction and then try, I mean, sometimes I'll journal it out and think about, okay, what does this response mean? When was another time that I felt the same kind of thing? And and often it'll go back to childhood, uh, where I had a similar experience and just knowing that I can, I have the power to like, shake that off, reset, and maybe even work on changing that belief, um, is, <laughs> I mean, it's it's incredible that you can start to see triggers as such such great gifts in your life that it's just a pointer to like what mm-hmm. you on. <laughs> so that's been incredible um <clears throat> yeah the forgiveness for continually coming back to that in the mornings um as well i would say so my manifestation journal in the mornings is is a really great practice for me to keep me on track. So sometimes when, when things happen in life and I'm like uh, feeling really down or I've had a really shitty week uh, or continually reminding myself ultimately where I'm going and that there are steps that need to be taken. Uh, something that else that you've really taught me is knowing that, okay, knowing where you want to go and what your dreams are is really important. And having that clarity is really important, but also knowing that action needs to be taken towards those dreams. And my manifestation journal is all about, yeah, it's tracking things that I'm noticing around like, okay, I had this dream and look at this check that came in the mail yesterday. Interesting. Um, But also just noting, okay, so today I would like to, set up my email list for my new blog and and knowing that well ultimately I want to be that published author and what are the steps that like just reverse engineering that and keeping myself on track so that when I have shitty days or shitty weeks 
I can just, no, we're just going to keep moving forward. This is just a blip in the, like, this isn't going to hold me back and prevent me from continuing to walk forward. Um, So that's been, that's been incredible for sure. I want to talk about that author and you, because you actually, I mean, you've obviously been a writer for years, Mm. but we did an exercise together where we took you in to meet your highest potential future self. And that gave you a lot of clarity about your future and the direction you're going in. Yes. So let's talk about that. What would you say it was like, first of all, connecting to that highest potential of you the first time we did that? I would say that that experience, that meditation was probably the most, um, the most impactful thing I've ever experienced. (laughs) It was, I was very emotional because you brought me into such a calm, peaceful place. And again, there was that trust there. I just felt so willing to be guided by you into this very like kind of scary place, like your future. You don't know what's out there. <laughs> what, what, is, what am I going to see? Um, but we did, we did a, a highest future potential self meditation and it was about 20 minutes long. And again, just really being brought into your senses and feeling into something, you know, what do you really want for yourself? What are you envisioning for yourself? What could, what is the best possible scenario? And then 10 X that like, so I, I had this incredibly powerful vision of being my author self. And I was on the beach wearing these really flowy pants, which was so baffling to me because I own nothing that looks like that. And then I was receiving, I had like a little ping on my phone and I was receiving a $40,000 advance for my next book to be published. And I could feel that moment so strongly. Like I'm getting chills right now, just thinking about that moment because I could see it so clearly as if it was a memory of the past, like not something happening in the future. I was certain that that would happen. And that vision, that feeling of excitement around, oh my God, I'm a published author. This is, this is my deep, deep dream since I was a little girl that I have wanted to publish a book. And just knowing that this was so possible for me, that meditation, like from that moment on, I have taken so much action towards making that really a reality in my life. Um, I've reignited this blog that I've uh, kind of put off for a while. I have dedicated myself to every weekend doing some writing and working on the actual book. Uh, Up until that meditation happened, I was just kind of framing things out and thinking about things hypothetically, but I was able to take action on it and actually start putting my fingers on the keyboards and getting the stories out of me. And I have a really great crew of women that I send this to every Sunday of the, the audio recording. And it's just action is happening in a, at a pace that I would have never imagined because I'm so certain of where I'm going and that it's going to happen, that it's just logical. These are the steps I just need to take. And what was really cool too, as you said, you know, when you envision something like that, take note of like, do you have bright red lipstick on? Like, what are you wearing? What are you eating? Like, is there something that you can bring into your current reality that will remind you of that and inspire you? So I jumped on Instagram 
And I found these flowy pants that looked exactly like the ones in my, my vision. And I tracked down Rebecca Kennedy was wearing them. She's a Peloton instructor. I like sent her a message and said, where did you get those pants? Not really expecting her to respond, but she did. And she told me, oh, Vici. So I went online. I ordered the pants. They came. It must have been like six months later. It, it took forever through customs and all that. But they arrived. I put them on and now I wear them every time I'm writing this book because I feel like it's just a great symbol of where I'm going and just that reminder of that vision. It's right there for me. It's so powerful. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned the pants because I was going to bring that up because the cool thing about the pants too is, and I'm sure a lot of people listening have heard the whole like, be do have kind of formula you have to be the person do the things and then you end up with the things you want but what people don't understand is you're not becoming somebody you're not you're becoming just a different version of you and so the pants in your situation are anchoring you in to that version of you so when you put those pants on you are already in that reality another beautiful thing about that whole kind of story an explanation is like when people talk about being in alignment, sometimes it's really fluffy when they talk about it. Yes. You being able to get the stories out of you like so easily and stuff is just happening easily and possibilities are opening up and opportunities are opening up. That's alignment. Yeah. Your energetic signature is now aligned to that version of you. And like I always talk about, our subconscious does not know the difference between what is real and what is vividly imagined. That is why scripting is so powerful. Essentially, what we did was we scripted visually doing that. Yes. Yeah, it's been life changing. Absolutely. Uh, Something else, too, that really has informed that vision for me was through some of the work we've done, I was really able to define what my values were, Mm. my top five values. And I could see how like, you know, it's health and happiness and growth and sexuality and openness. And that openness value was very much tied to writing and sharing because the book I'm writing is, is memoir based. So it's stories, it's just being vulnerable and sharing things that I feel will inspire other women to take action, to live their best lives and having, knowing that that's one of my values and I can hold that like just so concretely and, and remind myself, you know, if it's a Sunday afternoon and I'm sitting down to write rather than thinking, Oh, maybe I'll just put on some Netflix, just reminding myself, you know what, this is your value. This is really important to you let and and it's really great motivation to keep me walking towards my highest self yeah I'm actually glad you brought that up too because a lot of the times when it comes to co-creation or manifestation or energy it it can seem a little bit bibbidi-bobbidi-boo yeah um but what people don't realize is a lot of it is you're being led by your core values. So when I ask people what their core values are, the answer I typically get is I have no idea. I've never thought about it. So if you don't know what your guiding principles are, it's very hard to have clarity on where you're going. Yeah. 
Exactly. Exactly. It's been a game changer for me to absolutely define those. And also very exciting to see that the life I'm creating for myself is very much reflective of those values. It's, it's, and it just keeps me, keeps me moving in that direction. Like working out in the morning. Yep. This is health is my number one value. This is why I'm doing it. Well, like one of the things I love about you the most is your willingness to just be curious. Mm. You are open and articulate and you ask questions versus just making assumptions and you're always willing to try things. So I remember when we were working on the core value piece with you, I remember you reaching out and going, well, could this be a core value? And I'm like, your core values can be whatever you want them to be. But it was interesting because that opened the conversation of so many people have these core values that are not even their own core values. Yes. Yes. So for me, because a lot of people will be like, oh, family is my, one of my top core values. It's not one of mine. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. My family is important to me, but that is not one of my top three core values. Curiosity is one of them, but it's just very interesting to see how through corporate jobs or through life or through whatever beliefs of others, we develop values that aren't even ours. Yeah. Yeah. Like fake values that you feel like compelled to say, oh, this is important to me. Or even like if money is truly important to you and you just feel guilty adding that to your list because you don't want to seem like the person who's like chasing money. But like money is so fabulous. There's so many wonderful things you can do with it, right? And uh, just really being truthful and honest with yourself with what is important to you. I think that one I was questioning was sexuality as a core value because it was I'd never seen it on a list. You know, you Google like, examples of core values and there's all these lists and I'm like sexuality I'm not seeing this anywhere but it is so important to me and here's why and just like writing out paragraphs around no this actually is really really important to me and allowing that to define the decisions that you make like if something comes up now and it's like oh there's this new job opportunity or this other thing in my life or a man comes into my life and just looking at my core values and referencing them when I'm about to make a decision like does this fall in line with these values yes all right I'll move forward with it no then it's an easy no (laughs) it simplifies things it's amazing well and I always tell people Like when we're making decisions for something, yes, obviously I want everybody connecting themselves and learn how to trust their intuition and their inner guidance. But aside from that, like we need to ask ourselves better questions. And that's essentially what you're doing is asking, oh, I'm going to go eat 12 donuts. Is that going to take me closer to where I'm going closer to my highest future potential self? Or does that take me away from her? Yeah. And when you start asking those questions, even if you, you're not perfectly clear on what your core values are, the moment you start asking the question, is this taking me closer to where I'm going or farther away? Whew, it's a game changer. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've really taught me as well to be able to ask myself questions. I, I can remember thinking about, I was in a relationship and wasn't sure if I wanted to continue forward with it. And, and you, you said, you know, ask your body, like, does, what do you need to feel safe? And I, I was so blown away by that question because I think a lot of times we're told that, you know, 
safe is not a good place to be. Like you want to, if you're driving, it's hustle culture. You got to push your boundaries. You got to leap and jump and do all these crazy things, but you're allowed to want to feel safe. And that's actually a really important thing. (laughs) Um, And the answer was no, like I did not feel safe in my body continuing with the relationship. And I actually ended the relationship based on that feedback I was getting from my body. Whereas in the past, I would totally just do the pro and con list and rely on my conscious mind. But tapping into the energy of my body to make decisions was a totally new thing for me. And now I can't, I can't not make decisions without doing that. It's crazy. And that's your inner guidance. Our inner guidance is always that physical reaction. When people say, oh, I had this gut response. Yeah, that's your inner guidance. But it goes beyond that. That's like the basic layer of that. That is you connecting with all of the layers of yourself, including your subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind is essentially speaking to you through the physical sensation. Your energy is speaking to you through that physical sensation. And it's like, oh, yeah. And you know what? (laughs) It takes time to listen to that. And even after all of these years, I had a, an incident a few weeks ago where I did not listen to my inner guidance and I fucking knew. <laughs> yeah. And the situation turned out just how I felt it was going to. And I'm like, Oh yeah. So it gets us all right. But it's learning to trust and learning to know and, and knowing that when you do have that decision, Instead of looking for outside answers, go inside of yourself. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's been huge for me. I I think too, I would sometimes refer to like tarot cards or other things and, you know, what do I need to do? Show me a sign. But learning to really read my own energy and turn inward. I mean, we're not taught that growing up and (laughs) it's crazy that we're not. And, And we're taught that you can't trust those gut instincts and those feelings that you need to use your mind and only your mind to make decisions. But this working with you and experiencing that and knowing that the outcome has always been very calm and peaceful when I follow my, my body's guidance, it's incredible. It's incredible to see that, that those are the tangible results that happen from the intangible experience of working with your energy. And you actually just had a weekend a couple of weeks ago where you experienced real-time manifestations. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like, I wanted this and then it just showed up and then this happened and it was just. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Visiting Toronto. It was amazing. I like parking spots would appear out of nowhere and like, we'd go to a restaurant and we'd want to sit on the, um, the patio and, but it was full. But then like one minute later, a a table would open up and like, (laughs) wow. Like I had envisioned this trip going well. Also like flying into Toronto, everybody's, you know, has been saying, Oh, it's a nightmare at the airport. You're, you're going to wait forever to get your bag. And it's, but I envisioned it going smoothly and like the everything was on time i got my bag immediately when i got off the plane it was it was incredible when you start to set those intentions around your manifestations that it's real it, it's kind of creepy and scary but you can create the future that you fucking want it's amazing you really can and you were essentially again visually scripting things you were setting the intention you were putting it out into the universe life whatever that's the other thing too people get so confused They're like universe 
yes, the universe does help us manifest, but so does mother earth. So does mother nature. So does your life. So do the people around you, but you experienced, oh, I'm just going to focus on the outcome that I want. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, what's funny is with that trip, I I grew up in an environment where I was taught to like worry about the worst case scenario, that that's the thing you need to do just to like brace yourself just in case shit goes wrong. And like my mom's message to me on that trip, she said, you know, stay safe, like be safe. (laughs) Like It just goes to show that like that that's her advice because she's concerned and worried for me that like all these crazy things are going to happen, but flipping the script on that and really risk projecting on how you want things to go is a really powerful thing. I had a actually similar experience with trying to envision the outcome you want. Uh, when my mom had a heart attack a few months ago now, and I got the call in the middle of the night and my old self would have very much stayed up the rest of the night and worried and worried and worried. But I was able to see what was going on, see my fear response and then flip it and really try and envision what do I want to happen? Okay, she's being cared for. She's getting the help she needs. They're doing everything they can. And she comes out of the hospital in you know, a few days and she comes home and, and she's healthy. And, and that's what I envisioned. And that is what happened. Not saying that I'm the only force that, you know, made like transformed her future, but it was very calming to me. And it allowed me to get through that experience with way less stress and anxiety than I used to. It was crazy. Yeah. But it is a very key skill to have. Cause if you think about it, and I know I used to do this a lot in corporate, especially I would project the outcome I didn't want. So you'd get a, a meeting invite from your boss and it was like, Oh, great. I'm going to have to go defend this. And you were, you create this whole bad situation. You're going in for a fight. You're going in for whatever. And this can be with loved ones, with bosses, with whatever. Yes. We create that because we've, again, your subconscious does not understand what is real or vividly imagined. You projected and created the outcome that you wanted with your mom you created the outcome you wanted with your travels you created the outcome you wanted finding parking spots yeah that's we all have so much power inside of us yeah and people don't realize because I think one of the challenges is People will get excited about something, but then they're not consistent. You've been fucking successful at doing all of this because you're consistent at taking the actions. Yes, that's key. Yeah. Yes. It is a huge part of my life. And this is, uh, I used to coach uh, writers or like personal trainers in their, like how to market their business. And in the coaching capacity, I would get so frustrated when people just wouldn't do what I told them to do. Like, here are the steps. One, two, three, put this into action. And then, you know, whatever things come in the way, they've got excuses, things, shit just doesn't happen. And I, I would get so frustrated because I would, I I just wanted to say, just do the work, just do it, just do it. And you will see the results. Maybe not immediately, but like, it'll come once you get into that groove. So I am 
I don't know if that has informed my ability to just be an action taker. I think in general in life, I, that's that's kind of where I've lived. And I, I follow through on stuff when I know that it's going to be good for me. But I, yeah, for sure, me can, taking consistent action, doing my grounding and clearing and and booking in with you when I feel things come up, it's it's been the game changer. Just doing the work. Yes. <laughs> and it's one of the things I say to people in the beginning. I'm like, look, if you do nothing else except clear your energy, protect your energy, and listen to the fucking hypnosis programs, yeah. you're going to have like massive changes in your life. Massive. Yeah. Just yeah. be consistent. Be consistent. It's so simple. <laughs> simple it really is it's you know I've learned over the years how to make that deep inner work a lot easier and more effective so just be consistent and you're living proof of this yeah yeah it's amazing I love love, like I just I've just loved watching how you've changed over the year I love watching where you're going I'm so grateful that I get to be a part of your journey I'm so grateful that you're now part of my journey, helping me with my copy because you're one of the few people who's been able to articulate what I actually do. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've experienced it so deeply. It's so great working with you. (laughs) It it is very difficult to articulate, but I I try my best. (laughs) You do a great job. You'll literally say something and I'll be like, huh, yeah, that is what's happening. Okay, cool. But it's been uh, it's been a cool journey both ways. So if there was like one golden nugget or two golden nuggets you could leave people with in regards to co-creation and manifestation or life in general, what would it be? Um, I feel like I don't know why this is coming to my mouth, but it just it feels a bit corny. Like just dare to dream, like just allow yourself to envision like the best possible life that you can imagine just like really think deeply about what you value and what is important to you and what would make you truly happy and fulfilled and like screw the things that you you feel like you need to be doing or should be doing and allow yourself to think about what what is going to really make your life sparkle and and make you just wake up so excited to start your day and then and then allow yourself to start taking action towards that and like what are the things that you can do in your life in your day like on a day-to-day basis that are gonna just keep allowing you to move like one teeny tiny bit forward towards what you want and and trusting that you are worthy of it. You are, you deserve this happiness and oh God, I just, I so want this for everybody on the planet is just to feel so in alignment and so on top of the world and know what your energy feels like and, and be okay with, um, wanting to prioritize that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I want to make sure everybody is reading your new blog. So I'm going to link that, but what is the blog called? And awesome. Uh, it is the unscripted blog. So unscriptedblog.ca. Um, it's just up and running now. I'm so excited to be able to share my stories. It's a lot about 
motherhood and love, relationships, sexuality, uh, work life, health, spirituality. And it's, it's simply stories. I really wanted to come at it from a place. I think we're all a little bit like there's so many coaches out there, right? It's hard to know who to trust. You can trust Brenda, by the way, but <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be prescriptive about, you know, here are the five steps to follow for happiness. Here's the blueprint for great sex. I, it's just stories that I'm really hoping inspire people um, I've made, I mean, some of them are very simple stuff about motherhood and very like, like stuff people can relate to. Um, but also I've made some big changes and shifts in my life. And I, I'm very, very happy and fulfilled. And I just want that for, for everyone. Um, so unscriptedblog.ca. I'm also on Instagram at I am Lindsay Jane. And I would love for anybody to jump on my email list. I send out an email every couple of weeks and just alerts around new blog posts and short little stories. I love telling stories. <laughs> I feel like the world needs more stories. Uh, the world is- does need more oh. stories. And I'm <laughs> going to recommend anybody who's going to, to the blog, reading it is nice, but listen to the audio because Lindsay records it in her own voice and just hearing her speak the story is very emotionally powerful there's yeah. just something really beautiful about it so just listen to it <laughs> you. I love it. I mean that's the way I consume content I love listening to podcasts and audiobooks and I just it felt so natural I gotta read this and record it and and it's it's fun I love that people are gonna throw it on while they're doing other things making a salad and doing their makeup, whatever, getting ready for the day. So yeah, definitely check it out. I'm so excited about it, that it's out into the world. I'm really excited that your blog is out there. I'm excited that you're writing the book because as we've seen and felt, your message is really important for a lot of women out there. Thank you. You need to realize that they are worthy of great things and that they don't have to settle. No. Oh God, no, don't settle. (laughs) Don't coming from also a divorced person. Don't do it. No, there's so much out there. Happiness is available. Yeah. So I'm going to link all of that up in the show notes so people can find you. And if you're listening to this podcast and you fucking loved it as much as I had loved having this conversation, screenshot it tag Lindsay tag me so we know so we can bring more cool stuff like this but uh, uh, as always I just love having conversations with you I love you I think you're a great human being so thank you for spending time with me today and just having this chat it was so great thank you so much Brenda I love you so much (laughs) thank you so much for joining me today you have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.